Hey, SCF Student Ministries, Devin here, bringing you the last week of our uh, Christmas series that we've been going through in the month of December. So, all month we've been talking about how we have sometimes, how we sometimes have this tendency to focus on ourselves, um, and that becomes especially true during the Christmas season. Uh, We can often become so focused on ourselves that we fail to notice anything other than what we want or are looking for uh, right now. Um, If you've ever seen like a magician or an illusionist perform, you know this is exactly how they perform their tricks. They know how to manipulate our attention so that we fail to see what else is going on uh, all around us. Um, Sometimes all it takes is a gentle reminder to help us adjust our focus though and think about something other than what we want. It doesn't take a lot. Um, And over the last few weeks, we last few because we've heard the stories of people who we might only think about once a year when we assemble our nativity sets um, and that's Mary Joseph uh, the angels the shepherds on the very first Christmas all of these people learned what the kids um, in um, a video that we're gonna look at at youth group together and that it's really is better to give than to receive and um, what we've learned so far, a summary of each of these, the Mary and Joseph gave up their comfort in order to be part of something bigger than themselves. Uh, the shepherds gave their story to tell others the good news of Jesus' birth in a week that we had to skip for a time constraint. Um, the wise men gave up, gave their worship to Jesus, knowing he was their king, God, and savior. Uh, but Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, and the wise men weren't the first people to give something up on the very first Christmas. The very first Christmas gift was given to us from God. Um, before we go back in time, 2,000 years ago to the very first Christmas, let's look forward to the future. I want you to think on your own, wherever you're at, what future life event do you look forward to the most? Um, it could be graduating, uh, getting your own house, place, apartment, whatever it is, starting your career, whatever you have in mind, starting a family. We all love to think about our futures, our hopes, our dreams, and our, our goals can help us remember that we're part of a story that's bigger than, than just what's going on in front of us today. Um, but right now, I want to introduce um, to you one more character from the first Christmas story. And he's not represented in any nativity sets because he met Jesus several days after he was born. His name was Simeon, and Simeon had been waiting a long time to see his future hopes and dreams fulfilled. Simeon was a Jewish man who was completely devoted to God. Many people of the Jewish faith believed that one day God would send a Messiah or a Savior to rescue God's people and forever change the world. And long before Jesus was born, God specifically revealed to Simeon that he wouldn't die until he had seen Jesus, the one God promised would come and rescue the world. And so shortly after Jesus was born, his parents, Mary and Joseph, took Jesus to the temple to be purified. And that's where they ran into Simeon. Um, and so we're going to pick up that story in Luke chapter 2, verses 22 through 32. It says, When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. 
Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child, Jesus to do brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required. Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. When Jesus was only eight days old, Simeon fully understood who Jesus was and why his life mattered. Simeon saw baby Jesus for who he really was, which was the savior of the world. Jesus was the hope for humanity, and he was God's gift to us. Um, and it's hard to see that thinking of seeing an eight day, like I'm sure you guys have seen pictures or been around a sibling or family member, um, but a baby, an eight day old baby, um, it's weird to think about, um, let alone, it's weird to think honestly about friends and family as babies, let alone Jesus. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but babies are 100% helpless. They need someone to take care of them at all times. They have no authority, no power, no skills, and no possessions. So it is kind of an odd thing to imagine the God of the universe as a baby. It's hard to believe that Jesus, who was God himself, was born just like you and I were. He was small. He cried. He needed his parents to take care of him, to feed him, and even to change him. God, the creator and savior of the world, became a baby so that he could live among us. And we've been talking for the last couple of weeks about the people in the story of Jesus' birth and how much they gave in order to make the first Christmas happen. These were all huge sacrifices, but there was one sacrifice that started it all, and that's God's sacrifice. We often say that Jesus' birth was God's gift to us. On that first Christmas, God, in the form of Jesus, chose to humble himself. He chose to enter the world he created, to constrain himself in a human body, and to begin life he knew would be brief and would end in his death. God came to us as a baby, a small helpless, hungry, and vulnerable little human, not a mighty king walking the earth in glory and honor, but as a child. Jesus gave up so much by just, just by coming to earth, but his birth is only be- the beginning of the story. And here's a little secret. Jesus coming to earth as a baby was all a part of the plan to save the world. So let's take a Uh, look at a couple of verses that are typically more associated with Easter than Christmas, because when you think about it, Easter wasn't the only time God uh, made a big sacrifice uh, for us. I mean, I'm sure some of you know the uh, John 3.16. Most people, I feel like that's something that we learn. Um, I guess you guys didn't really have Sunday school, anyone listening here, but at some point you've probably memorized it somewhere. Um, But just for the sake of it, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Jesus came to earth giving up everything so we could have eternal life and a relationship with God. This was part of God's rescue mission since the very beginning of creation. Why? Because God loves us so much. Jesus, his conception and birth story was already miraculous on its own, But it was really only the beginning of an even greater miracle that was going on. The real miracle is that our creator came to the earth to save us. And on that first Christmas, God gave everything. This Christmas, what will you and I do with the gift of Jesus? I want you to think about the best Christmas present you've ever received. What made it so great? And why was it so special to you? 
whatever that Christmas present may be, it it honestly just pales in comparison to what God has given all of us through Jesus, the Savior who came to make all things new. So for this next bit, I'll, I'll tell you when you can open, but I want you to just, where you're at, sitting at home, um, to close your eyes and really just think about the, the words that I'm going to say. I want you to be able to pray, think about, um, maybe talk to somebody about this, but have your eyes closed and listen to this. For some of you, maybe this is the first time you're hearing or realizing that the Christmas story is just the beginning of a story that's all about God's mission to rescue you. Jesus was born knowing he would die, but his life didn't end with a grave. Jesus is alive today. He's the conqueror of death and offers all of us a chance to share in that new life. And if you're new to seeing how the gift of Jesus has the power to change your life, or if you have questions, or if you're having a hard time accepting that it's true, try talking to a friend, uh, an adult you trust, maybe one of the leaders um, from our youth group were available for that kind of stuff, but think about it. And for others of you, maybe you've had a relationship with God for a while, maybe your whole life, but it's been some time since you've paused to think about how great of a sacrifice Jesus made for you. We can take it for granted sometimes. If you've known Jesus for a long time and feel like your faith has become a little mundane, this Christmas is an opportunity for you to take a moment and remember just how much God gave for you. So go ahead and open your eyes back up. And before we wrap things up um, for this, I want you, if you have it available, uh, something to write down on. Um, we're going to do uh, one thing we're going to do about the gift God has given us this Christmas. Do you need to receive God's gift for the first time? Uh, do you need to thank God for that gift? Do you need to make a change in your life that shows how much God's gift has changed you? This Christmas, what will you do with the, God, the gift God has given you? So on that piece of paper, I want you to write the gift that God has given you. I want you to put it somewhere that you'll see it over the next few weeks uh, during or uh, leading up to Christmas, maybe on your mirror, on the table next to your bed, maybe on your pillow so that you see it when you wake up. Um, every time you catch a glance of that card, I'll hope you'll remember the incredible gift that God has given you. And that's everything. On the first Christmas, a lot of people gave a lot of things. Mary and Joseph gave up their comfort. The shepherds gave their stories. The wise men gave their worship. And God gave everything. This Christmas, how will you respond to the gift God has given you? And what will you give uh, so that others can respond to give God's gift too? I hope those are all things that you guys will think about during this Christmas season. Uh, I'm excited to to see you guys after, after the couple week break for this. Um, I hope everyone has a great time and Merry Christmas.